Hey guys, what 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 time is it? Uh um it's it's uh, it, it's it's, Kaylin, stop. it's the stop, it's the weed time. It's sixty nine. Oh, <laughs> oh blaze it. Blaze it sixty nine in my mouth got that smoke coming out. Oh boy. You just oh! said some words. That's that dank time. It's sh- 69 it sure o'clock. Is, I love to rip cotton 69. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rip that, mm. that fat cotton. Is it still a 69 mm. if you eat the weed? Hey. This guy knows what I'm fucking talking about yeah. over here. Oh, boy. You know, when you look at the clock and it's 70 and you're like, gotta wait till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> missed it by a minute. Hey. <laughs> This guy. Yeah, you can't just you can't just blaze it all day. No, you got There's only one time. We all know. <laughs> it's 69. And it's 69. Uh, it's 69. Yeah. <laughs> uh, clearly, we're all very cool here, but we I'll have a lot say of fun it. here today on Dames and Dragons. <laughs> I'll say but it. Right now, we're here to talk about something serious. This I'll is, say it. This, Drugs are bad. This is your brain. This is your brain when you're 69ing. <laughs> <laughs> It's bad. It I learned it from watching you. Listen, kids, if you're ever at school on the playground in the in the, the parking lot of your pr- playground in the weed zone, in the and then and a, a cool There's older kid comes up to you and is like, "Hey, what time is it?" You say, "No, thank you, sir. I don't want any of your yeah. 69." <laughs> Grass is for mowing. Yeah, say nothing and turn slight, just 45 degrees. Yeah, turn. 69 degrees. Turn 420 degrees of full rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds right. That's the sex number, Noel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring. Jesus. I didn't mean to be blue. That's kids listen to this podcast. (laughs) Now that we've all had that dank dank 69, uh, let's play D&D. My name is Kat, and uh, when I was in eighth grade, I had locker number 69, and I did not fully appreciate it. Um, <laughs> that's tragic. Um, hi, my name is Noelle. Um, I didn't find out what 69 meant until I was like 21. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Caitlin. Oh, I- also, I play Fran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'm also your GM. <laughs> you guys, this is Caitlin. And as a good Christian, I don't ever speak the word 69 because the devil dislikes it. I mean, the devil likes it. Fuck, am I a Satan? No! <laughs> Bottoms up and the devil, devil laughs. laughs. Um, hey, everybody. I'm Hannah and I play Slake. And I just want to say uh, that 69 is not cool or glamorous <laughs> or kid stuff. And if you understood that, that means you're old. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Uh, Um, We've had a lot of fun here today, but let's talk about what happened last time. Yes. Mm. Um, We we began apart. Slake and Mary were in the Royal Ilfring Gallery hunkering down, having found a tusk. And uh, Fran was escaping from an opera house. And Corbin had gone with the general and in disguise as a moth and then did get captured. Uh, meanwhile, Fran went to go find her friends and instead found a different friend. Oh. Found a spicy friend. A gentleman caller. A gentleman caller called on Fran. And uh, you know, did the thing that he always does where he says, you know, some fairly cryptic warnings that don't really help at all and gave Fran some uh, conflicting feelings. And then disappeared into mm. the night. Mm. Per his use. Per uh, his use. Meanwhile, Slake and Mary their invisibility wore off, and uh, they had to get out of that art gallery, and it went poorly. What uh, do you mean? It was perfect. 
in an attempt to blind everybody in the building so you could get out. Mary did not do that and instead made you guys very visible. <laughs> so you just charged on out of there. Fran found you. Fran made a man big mm. and Yen put up a shower of sparks that said, fuck Torva, help has arrived. Mm. Meanwhile, Corbin woke up. <laughs> sorry. Meanwhile, Corbin <laughs> woke up in a cell, uh, found a snail, made friends with the snail. It was a slug. Oh, Excuse me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> then you started your cell door on fire and asphyxiated and passed out. Uh, woke up in another room and sh- cast charm person on General Vespria to get him to listen to you he confessed to carrying around the real tusk of arahara with him this was his brilliant strategic plan and all other tusks of arahara are just decoys so that's a great plan and he's a brilliant general obviously Mm. and you agreed with him which is why you broke the window and jumped out of the (laughs) the room and that's where we left it all right i um do a couple circles around the palace uh Mm -hmm. can i do a perception check to see if i see anything yeah It was a one. It was a one. Corbin, uh, here's what you see. Mm -hmm. You look out at the city and are immediately distracted by the flickering lights of the army beyond. I go straight to that. What? (laughs) No, don't. That's. Okay. I mean, I don't. No, no, no. That's where you get us. I don't go straight to it, but you I go just to, said I go t- I go straight towards it. Uh huh. Okay. You uh you head mm. towards. Do you do you cross the wall of the city? I don't think I would cross the wall. Of You're the not, city. That, I'm not dumb. that dumb. You're not no. that dumb. But I do go basically to the edge. Oh, of it. All right. Gosh. Um, cat. What do I see out there? Do you like? Are you still in the air, or do you perch on the wall? I'm, where where are you? Probably, I guess I would perch probably on the edge of like the. Are there like guards standing on the wall? Yeah, yeah. I probably just perch next to one of the guards. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Make a dexterity check. Yeah, I don't think they'll like that. I'm a not a fucking hawk. Yeah, they, they don't, don't know that. I don't look anything like a hawk. They don't have any frame of reference. Yeah, they don't you know are you. a big bird with sharp beak. Damn it! Hold on. Oh, I think my dex is just the same. So. God, that's 11. These snot dice fucking get me. I, that's, I was surprised you were using your snot dice again. Oh, well, that's all I have right now. All right, uh, that is a 17 to hit. Mm. <laughs> they hit me. <laughs> the guard immediately freaks <laughs> out and uh, hits you with her sword. And she does five damage. How much? How many hit points do I have as a bird? Like not, one? Not many. <laughs> well, I might have more than five, though. Hold on. Uh, you should really write this down. I know I should. I just never expect to. Because well, you know you never turn into a bird. <laughs> I never expect to be killed. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Uh, your optimism is no. This you're bird. right. I have one hit point. I turn back into Corbin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the guard starts screaming, and uh, <laughs> I say, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> Killed so my spirit. <laughs> I got a one. What did you want me to do? Corbin, roll not initiative. Fly, not fly to the... <laughs> roll to initiative? The yeah. Corbin. R.I.P. That's Corbin. Um, but I'm different. Six. All right, that's a nine. So she goes first and she's going to roll to hit you again. Christ. All right. She's screaming. Oh, she rolled a three. That's she me. misses you. Um... But she is screaming, and more guards are running toward her. I use my, um, I use my boots of jumping. <laughs> is that really what they're called? Yeah, they're, I don't remember exactly what they're called. Jump Please boots fucking of- use your expedience retreat once. I mean, he only gets one. He has one I only charge. Get one, I only get one. I use my boots of jumping. Use it. Oh, my God. I jump off the edge of the... So you jumping don't- into the fucking city. I ju- I- There's more guards in there. Caitlin, I swear to God. I jump into the city. If you jump- go to Torva's camp, I'll kill you in real life. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe I could rescue Alden in there, you know. Yeah, just you- solo no. mission. <laughs> I want to go back into the city. Okay. I jump off the edge into the city. Thank God. Are you locked in on that choice, Corbin? Yeah, I do want to turn into a bird again halfway okay, through. <laughs> Corbin, your boots, they're good for jumping. They're no, not I know. boots of I know. landing. I know, I know, I know. But once I get off of the edge, I turn back into a bird and I flap over to the other side of the city. Okay. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> just, just set off the alarm. Yeah, alarm <laughs> bells begin to ring. Oh, yeah, as buddy. You fly away. Um, and Fran, you and Slake hear these alarm <laughs> bells. And uh, Mary pokes her head outside and then comes back in and signs. I hear the Kill Bill sirens. <laughs> <laughs> Mary signs, there's some sort of commotion up on the city wall. Do you think it's Corbin? Uh, Fran sits down and then she gets back up. Uh. <laughs> she goes outside and she looks at the sky. <laughs> you see a bird flying overhead. Do I see Fran? Uh, no, you roll shower a sparks. one. Shower sparks. <laughs> All right, you see the shower Oh, sparks. yeah, okay, I dive bomb Fran. Harry Potter style. And yeah, as, you, as you come down, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then we need to go, like, hide in another house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I turn back into a boy and I say, Fran, I did, like, fuck all. I didn't do shit. <laughs> Mary Sign. Cast Pass Without Trace on us, you fucking idiot. I cast Pass Without Trace on everybody. <laughs> Fran, I, pa- I, I passed out. I set a fire and I passed out. <laughs> Fran, my throat really hurts. Mary Mary comes over and she uh, puts a hand on your throat and her hand glows golden. Oh he deserves it. Okay, fine. Thank you, Mary. Uh, Corbin, why did you set a fire? I got captured. I was trying to escape. <laughs> Mary signs, did it work? I mean, actually, kinda, yeah. Okay. Because I got, I mean, I did pass out, but then I talked to the guard. Is there an oh. abandoned temple somewhere we can go? Yeah, uh, you guys, it takes you a little while to find one, but you do you do find one towards the uh, towards the center of the city. And I'm just muttering the whole, I'm like, Hey, wait, guys, I did find something out. Uh-huh. The, you know that guard, the, gu- the, mess, the, you know, the guard, the big guy, the general. Yeah. He's got the big one on him. That's so stupid. Yeah, I know. That's what I told him. Mary says, <laughs> that is the first place I would look for it. I know. That's what I told him. I was like, literally anybody could take this from you right now. Yeah. I could take this from you right now if I wanted to. I didn't. <laughs> I let him have it. Well, in other Tusk-related news... We got one of the decoys. Oh, dope. You guys really did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a failure. Mary pats your arm, Corbin, and then signs, it's okay. You, at least you rescued yourself this time. Thanks, Mary. Kill Bill Siren's still going as the alarm bells continue going off around the city. <laughs> yeah, Corbin, you're so independent. Oh, it's like, thank you. Uh, Corbin punches Fran in the arm. Mary signs just like independent might be going a little too far. <laughs> we don't we don't want Corbin to be independent. At least we have his magic power, his his raw magic power for Mary to use. I am not a battery friend. <laughs> I'm gonna commit battery, Corbin, to get away from me. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh my god! So as you say this, Fran, you are entering the temple of Ilfra. Uh, there is a huge shrine in the center to the boar god. There's a statue of Varahara and many little piglets running around his feet. Two elves making him an offering of like a basket full of bountiful grains and and foods. A a baby? No baby. (laughs) They don't Um, like to acknowledge that. Sure. Historical erasure. Yeah, buddy. Uh, There are also many other smaller shrines, like you've seen in the other city temples. There are smaller shrines to the other gods. Okay. And so you find a little little empty shrine. All right. Hmm. Mary signs, do we have to? I don't want it. I know we like Phelan, but is it really worth it, you guys? I take out the thing and put it down really quick. I put, uh, a, I put a I put a coin in. Fran, are you blushing right now? What, can, can everyone stop looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> My face is normal. You have a fever. Are I you start, okay, Fran? I, start, I, 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 I put the coin in. Where is Ashley Dawson, cat? You hear the... the... There he is, there he is, there he is, there uh, he is, I say. Uh... <laughs> I wish I would have stayed in the prison cell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, travelers. <laughs> and you, you look around and then you look up and he is on the back of the statue of Varahara. Oh, get down. That's not for you. 
You know a bull hung up there. Where's your donkey? And the donkey is up on the statue. Because <laughs> 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 no. endangerment. Uh, and the donkey is like, he's on the donkey on the statue. No. <laughs> Oh god! Shit. And uh, the donkey bounds off of the statue and like you know, lands oh, on wow. the head of the uh, elf statues, and then bounces oh off and, and wow. lands like Wait, in a perfect. This is like me when I'm playing Assassin's Creed. It's exactly <laughs> like Caitlin when they're playing Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, buddy. Um, I say, all right, give us, give us the book. We brought the tusk. Don't tell. Stop. <laughs> Well, can I see the tusk? No, get, show us the book. He uh, <laughs> produces the book from thin air and then it disappears again. Hey! Give me the tusk. Give me the book. I just want to clarify that you asked for Varahara's tusk and we made a deal. And we brought Varahara's tusk. Yeah. And you're like, deals are like your whole thing. So it's it, really weird. He, uh, he dismounts his donkey. And he walks up to you, Slake. And he comes up to, like, your hip. Mm-hmm. Slake, Slake, back up, Slake. <laughs> he, uh, I'm not backing up. <laughs> he looks up at you. He says, is that the tusk on your back? Slake. Slake, give him the tusk. <laughs> Do you have the book? Slake, I just showed be you a the hero. Book. <laughs> but I'd like to see that tusk. All right. Slake, just do it. But we made a deal. And I I put the tusk in front of him, but I'm still holding firmly onto it. And he narrows his eyes, and he looks at the tusk, <clears throat> and then he pff, it brushes his hair out of his eyes and turns away. That's nothing. We made a deal. We it made is a deal. Barahara's tusk, which uh, you asked for. You um, did not specify Corbin, which one. Corbin smacks Fran and mouths <laughs> the manacles. <laughs> Fran, please uh, slide a hand check. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, as you're doing this, Dawson says, I asked for a powerful magical item, and that is nothing. That ah. could barely protect a building. I got a 19. Oh, my God. He does not see you. Take <laughs> You'll need to make another slide of hand check to get him on. Uh, Corbin, but Corbin gets up in his face to try and distract him. Yeah, and, okay. and I'm going to be talking to him yeah. while this is happening. All too. right, we made a deal. I you will, didn't specify. I will give you advantage because of the distraction. <laughs> oh fucking god, you guys. Yeah, and I'm going to continue talking to Dawson. <laughs> to do it. And I'm going to say, if you wanted a specific tusk, you could have specified that with us. Yeah, you, you didn't. never said which tusk. You said his tusk. And if you don't give us that book then your word means nothing. Yeah. You're going to break your own rules, God. How you feel about that? Uh, I got a 15. I was about to say, actually, Mary uh, casts guidance on you, Fran. Oh, hell yeah. And so you can add a d4 to your roll. When have any of us rolled a d4 and it hasn't been a one, by never, the way? Never, never. Me, I've rolled several. <gasps> I got a four! <laughs> All right, he's gonna. So, what's your total? A nineteen. Nineteen. He's gonna roll a perception check. <laughs> I've never been cat, more afraid cat, in my life. Cat. Oh god, he got a natural twenty, you guys. No, no. If he tries to hurt Fran, I'm gonna fucking kill him. He turns around very, very slowly, Fran, and he looks at you. <laughs> can I roll to tackle him to the ground? We were so close. Can I? Can I roll to help Slick tackle him? To you can you can try. I mean, this was our. I think this was our only shot. Yeah, fuck it. All right, that's fifteen. Um, I rolled a four to help out. That does that does nothing. Yeah, okay. He rolled a five, so uh, you actually do get your hands around okay, him. Okay, and I say to him, well, hold on, you get your arms around him, and then he does like teleport out of your arms. Okay, so like okay. You, you tackle him, but I will give you just like a moment here. If Fran, if you want to try and uh, do a, we'll call it, it's a speedy check. Be speedy to get those manacles on him while in the like two seconds he is within Slake's grasp. We'll call it a dexterity. Corbin casts dice. Corbin casts guidance on Fran. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, fine. His oh, just roll. Just go ahead and roll. Okay. Oh, fucking God. oh Jesus Christ! Roll the d4. Roll the d4. What'd you get? Uh, that's a nine. 
So he rolled a two, and <gasps> as I established, his uh, his dexterity oh bonus is two. God. So he rolled a total of four. What the fuck? So oh holy shit! Let me describe this series of events to you guys. <laughs> we'll start from the beginning. Fran <laughs> tries up. to sneak up, <laughs> fails to sneak. Dawson turns around to confront Fran. Slake grabs Dawson. <laughs> Fran puts the chain around him. Oh and God. Dawson just goes absolutely limp in your arms, Slake. Oh, shit. Is he unconscious? He's just limp. Okay. Give us the fucking book, Give us say. the book! Dawson, let's be reasonable here. <laughs> We're all very shouty. Oh, my God. You know, oh it, it's God. been a long day, but... uh. Let's just take a shoo, 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 shoo. Corbin runs over to, what's the donkey's name? Delilah? Delilah, yeah. Corbin runs over to Delilah and oh, rifles through her back. Your uh, your arm just keeps going in there, Corbin, and uh, will you please just yeah make an, an acro, it's a balance check, so I'm going to call it acrobatics. Okay. Nine. Okay, nope. Nope, you feel something in the bag grab your arm and you are pulled in. Ah! didn't expect to see me here, did you? Yes, well, <laughs> I can do more than just DM. I'm more than just a pretty face. In fact, I am nominally okay at audio editing now after teaching myself how to do it this week. Um, so if you didn't figure it out already, this is Kat. I'm here. Uh, I edited the episode this week. Uh, because we're learning new skills, and Noelle deserves a break. That beautiful woman just deserves to put her little feeties up with some fuzzy socks on, some bonbons. Noelle, love you. Sending you some non-weird vibes, which I feel like I'm putting out here in this in this ad break. Um, I don't know how to talk by myself into a microphone, and we're all going to learn that together, listeners. Um, so if this episode was a little bit rougher, I apologize. Uh, that's just how it be sometimes, y'all. How do you learn without just jumping into the deep end, feet first, eyes open, heart full? Um, so let's do this dang thing. Let's, let's thank some people. Cause I have some people to thank. I, for the first time in a long time, went through and read a bunch of iTunes reviews and y'all are so sweet. You're so nice. <laughs> uh, genuinely, I should read those more often because they are all so, so nice. Um, so I have today to thank Teal Fox, Grace Elizabeth, MC Name, you, Gwyn Twin. I don't know if I just wrote that one down wrong. Um, my handwriting is nigh illegible. Uh, and Agonizing Ty. Thank you all for your lovely words. It was a real treat. And uh, then, 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 we've got the patrons. I want to thank you guys for giving us money. Uh, that's always very exciting. And today we are thanking kale. I the person and the vegetable. Um love them both. Evan, Alex, Roe M, thank you for upping your pledge. Ricky, Savannah, thank you for upping your pledge. And Arzong, Jessica, and Carl. Thank you, Carl, for upping your pledge as well. Uh, if you would like access to our amazing Patreon bonus material, our mailing list, our live streams, you can head on over to uh, patreon.com slash dames and dragons. Slash dames and dragons? Is that the URL? Google it. Google it. Google will tell you. Um, that is how I do everything. That's how I edited the episode. I just kept Googling things. That's how you can teach yourself how to do a lot of things. Um, just keep Googling questions and you will get 
20 conflicting answers and you just have to pick one. Uh, so now we're going to talk about some advertisements. Some people who are doing some really cool things out there in the world of RPGs. The first one we're going to talk about today is the Capers Kickstarter. What is Capers? If you are me, you've been seeing a bunch of buzz on this, on the, the Twittosphere. Twitterverse. Twit. The Tweeter? The, the Tweeter. Anyway. Uh, capers. What is Capers? What is it about? Capers is a super-powered game of gangsters in the Roaring Twenties, which if that is not your bag, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, because that is my bag. And um, it should be yours, too. You can play criminals or cops during the Prohibition era, and you have superpowers? Like, what is there not to like? Will you build a criminal empire, or will you work to bring the bootleggers down? That's up to you, baby. That's what tabletop RPGs are all about. Uh, so the deluxe hardcover, uh, which is being funded by this Kickstarter, if you, kind listener, go out uh, over there and donate, the deluxe hardcover is a 164-page, 8.5 by 11 hardcover with smythe sewn binding. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, basically, it's sturdy, and it lays flat on the table, which is so important for RPG books. Um, it is... A glossy, full-color interior with richer printing press color, end pages and inside covers printed with useful tables, game info, and lore, two ribbon bookmarks, not one, but two, and more upgrades to come with stretch goals. So in this amazing book, uh, it is an all-in-one core book with player and GM info, setting, overview, character creation, all the rules. 40 superpowers plus other character options, GM guidelines, backdrop information on dozens of U.S. cities during that era. So you don't have to go to Wikipedia or Google everything. Uh, there's information on gangs and law enforcement. There's a full cast of NPCs and a GM toolbox filled with alternate and expanded rules. So, like, they've just given you everything to make a really cool game. Um... So please go on over to their Kickstarter. Uh, backer tiers include getting the deluxe hardcover with all the supported PDFs or just the hardcover or just the PDFs. And there's also a really cool enamel pin that you can get as an add-on. Uh, they're currently, as I am recording this this moment here in the year of our Lord 2020, uh, they are about half funded. Their Kickstarter goes through the 6th of February. So there's plenty of time for you to go on over there and support this really, really cool game. Uh, you can find a link to that Kickstarter in our episode description, so get on it, you beautiful chicken eggs. Or quail eggs. I recently found out I'm not allergic to quail eggs. I'm allergic to chicken eggs. Um, they give me a nasty headache. I still eat them because I love them, but I am not allergic to quail eggs, uh, which is fun for me. I'm not going to start buying them because who has money for that unless you guys want to give me money to buy quail eggs. Uh, in which case, please donate to our Patreon so I can buy myself some quail eggs and uh, make eggs that don't give me a headache. Um, I'm vamping here because I forgot what our other sponsor is and I'm staring desperately at this PDF from D and... Ah, there it is! It's a D&D Beyond. That's what I'm advertising today. D&D Beyond, you might say. What is there beyond D&D? I thought D&D was the, was the edge of the map. But no. No, my friends, there's more. There's more over the edge of the world, and it is beyond D&D. And it's really cool. Um, I love D&D Beyond. I fire that bad boy up every time we sit down to record. Because sometimes your players do really unexpected and very stupid things. And D&D Beyond lets me adapt really quickly. I can look up monsters so fast and not read their descriptions fully and then almost kill the party, which is fun for everybody, really. So D&D Beyond, uh, besides the amazing monster lookup tool, which is my go-to um, every time I talk about this, 
you can make your character sheets right in there and update them as you go and level them up. It has lots of amazing content for free, like the basic rules of D&D, and awesome articles and cool videos. Uh, it is amazing just for trying to reference things as you are working on a new character or writing a new campaign. It is so easy to search through the source books that you have and even discover things in new source books that you find out you desperately need. Um, and it's just really cool. It's really cool. So if you haven't tried D&D Beyond yet, please go give it a try. It is amazing. And it's really just, it's just neat. I just think it's neat. Uh, so finally, 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 my friends, it is time. If you will recall back in the days of yore, I was the one who gave Chantel her secret code word. That secret message. Once upon a time, I was the one who activated the sleeper agent, but uh had to hand that duty over to Noelle. But now I'm back, baby. And Chantel, the code word is... Flash. The sleeper agent is active. Go! like looking at Dawson. Uh, I mean, you tell me. Well, I think I'd be pretty focused on Dawson, but maybe Mary. Would yeah, be. I think Mary sees and Mary like starts slapping your arms like, <laughs> "Oh Jesus." And what? Mary then points at the bag and says, "Corbin went in the bag." I don't say anything, assuming that Do did Dawson see Mary sign that? Yeah, and Dawson says, "Oh, he fucked up." He went in my, he's he rifling in my bags. No one can take things from my bags except for me. Isn't that funny? I, oh. I have a look of like sheer fucking terror in my eyes, but I'm, <clears throat> I, I keep my brother in that bag. Uh, <laughs> hello? What? Oh, yes. Porthos, the god of avarice, of greed. Oh, I keep him in the bag. He holds all my things for me. <laughs> and now he took your friend because you guys thought you could trick me. And he holds up like his, his manacled hands. And he goes, oo-dee-doo-dee-doo. <laughs> this is what happens when you trick a trickster. <laughs> These make me feel funny. Dawson. <laughs> look, I've got hooves. about 10 minutes before he suffocates in there. Uh, what, what's happening to me in the bag, cat? Uh, Corbin, you are just in a black void and you, you're like, your mouth is covered and you are being held tightly. Okay. You cannot move in Thank any you, way. Corbin. <laughs> and uh, you feel like something sort of gently gnawing on your shoulder. Mm, okay. Um, we'll get back to you in a minute, okay. Corbin, if your friends don't first. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try and... Corbin, you just... You peaked. One thing after another, <laughs> Corbin. I'm really... I'm, it's my day, what can I say? I'm going to try and pitch Dawson Corbin's some day. deals. Um, <laughs> oh, Porthos so, hasn't had a snack in a while. <laughs> Dawson, let's uh, let's refocus a little. Um, I could probably give him that merchant, though. Maybe I should do that next <laughs> time I see him. Dawson, but I don't think he'll be hungry after that snack. Then again, your friend is all twigs and leaves. I fucking shake him <laughs> and I say, Dawson, why don't we make some deals? Oh, deals! I like deals. I know that you do. So, we need Corbin out of that bag, mm. and we're going to need that book. Mm. Now, we're honorable people. Mm -hmm. We've been working with you for a while. Yes. And we've been bringing you things that you want, and you've mm. seen. You brought me one thing I wanted. You give me mostly, you give me gold. I do, oh, you give me silver. 
I miss gold. We don't use gold anymore because it got too rare and too expensive and the gods all wanted it for themselves. That's blah, great. Blah, blah. I'm going to need you to refocus. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't felt like this in... I have? Mm, not since I was very young. And then that was when wine affected me. Great. <laughs> so... I missed wine. You know, it's funny you should mention that, Dawson, because the reason you're feeling like that is because right now you're in a position where you can't use any of your godly magic. Yeah, I can't get your friend out of that bag either. Isn't that funny? It is funny. You know what else is funny? Uh, you're not really going to be in much of a position to be doing anything uh, until you get those manacles off of you. So how about this? We'll take them off of you if you give us the book and you get Corbin out of the bag. You know what's really funny? How old are you? Like 17? I don't really see how that's relevant to our present conversation. I am thousands of years old. Do you know how many times I've watched the world burn? I'm like inching over towards the bag. <laughs> you keep going. <laughs> Do you know how long I've been alive? You can leave these on me forever, baby. I don't care. Eventually, you're gonna die. And someone will take them off of me. I think you don't didn't think this through. I don't care. About you or your friend. I don't care about the world very much anymore. It keeps burning down and being built back up and burning down. And Torva keeps coming and he keeps doing his conquer the world and end it thing. And ugh, it's boring. It gets old. But I love deals. I love a deal. So let me make you a deal. I can't get you your book until you take these manacles off me. And I can't get your friend out of your bag until you get these manacles off me. And I want that real tusk. I thought you guys would be smart enough to realize that I'd want the one that actually has any juice in it. <laughs> Fucking juice. Juice. If you shake my hand right now, and we make a deal, and you get me that real tusk, that good tusk... I'll take your friend out. And I'll give you the book up front. Can I just quick uh, say a prayer to Phelan? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you're not loyal to, uh, like, Tor Torva has no affiliation with Dashing Dawson, right? We need you to come kill a god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, a prayer sent. Prayer sent. And then I look into the bag and I'm... Gonna cast um, Resilient Sphere on Corbin. It just says it's a range of 30 feet, and it does not say I have to be able to see him. Yeah, so Corbin, <laughs> you get a breath of air and are able to move, but you are in a sphere now. Okay. And, and you, you can push on the edge of the sphere and move. <laughs> like you're in a hamster. In a I take my little legs and I run. <laughs> Corbin, you are now, you can kind of comprehend the space that you're in. Okay. You can see very far in the distance, mm -hmm. twinkling lights, like stars, but they're all moving in a slow winding river or waterfall towards this island in the distance. And then you look in the other direction and you see another island and it's barren and dark. And then you turn around and you just see a mouth huge and full of teeth and there are arms coming off of this mouth they are all wrapping around your hamster ball um. and in 60 seconds you are not able to make much progress as this thing grabs you and then as soon as the ball pops it wraps its arms around you again can I cast Blight on the hands that are wrapped around me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can. I can't stop you from doing that. Uh -oh. What about your Expedious Retreat? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Cat, I want to use Expedious Retreat. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's time! 
work too. I knew I'd need it one you, day. You bought it from Dawson. I bought it from fucking Dawson. All right. So you dash out of range of these hands and they continue to reach toward you. Okay. But as you dash, as you use this spell, you notice from that sparkling fair island in the distance, it's like a trickle of stars come towards you and come into your necklace and then that necklace breaks apart and then all of those little stars fly back towards the island. I want to go to the island. Okay, you start, but it's like you you go towards there and you get out of range of these grasping hands, Mm -hmm. but as you move towards this island, it is hard and it hurts. It feels like burning on every part of your skin. And we're going to move back to Slake and the deal that Dawson okay. has offered you. Slake. I feel like I'm stuck in like a Howl's Moving Castle dream right now. Totally. <laughs> that is exactly it. Uh, and cool. Slake, the deal that he's offered you is he will give you the book up front mm-hmm. and he will get Corbin out yes. if you take these manacles off him yes. and promise to get him the real tusk. Okay. And I'm going to say to him, all right, Dawson, then I have a caveat of my own. Shoot, big fella. Since you're so patient, I don't see why you couldn't wait for the tusk until after we've made sure the city is safe from Torva. And while you're thinking about it, I got another thing to pause it. If you think life is so boring, let us entertain you. (laughs) <laughs> you can watch us and our weird bullshit <laughs> while we run around getting you all sorts of crazy items, which I'm pretty sure is basically what you want anyway. And we cry a lot, and you seem like kind of a sadist, so... <laughs> you know, I think it's really cute that you think I'm not watching you already. <laughs> I hate Dawson so I much. shudder. We're going to get to the end of this arc, and Torva's going to be like, I was the fake boss. Dawson <laughs> is the real boss. <laughs> oh, you know, your friend's probably having a bit of trouble breathing by now. If Pothos hasn't eaten him yet. Well, what do you think? Can you wait a while for the tusk? You know we're good for it. Hmm. Why don't you roll a persuasion check? All right. <laughs> I've never been one. I'm about to make a straight up deal with a demon inside the bag. I'm so. about to make a straight up deal with a demon outside the bag. Okay, so here's, the here's the thing. So here's here's a funny story. So you know how like I have all these friends who have magic and stuff, and like they can do magic. Wait, wait, let me check. Do I have anything for this? God fucking damn it! I did. I rolled a fucking one. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Mary can't even guidance you out of this. A D four to that's hell. not going to help. Mm-hmm. I just want so, you guys to know that I'm in hell. It's okay. With your one, I'm also. I'm in the back. In literal hell. <laughs> I'm in with, the back. with your one, Slake, Dawson just leans back and goes, "Tick tock, your friend will be dead soon." God fucking you, damn it! You don't have the leverage here, my friend. And then Mary comes up behind you, Slake, and then she she grabs your arm to get your attention and signs. I have an idea. Just say yes. She, she signs. Don't, don't worry. I, I think I've got this. I like. I I look at her and I look at my hand. Mm-hmm. She takes your hand and squeezes it, and then signs with her other hand. I've got an idea. Just trust me. All right. And I reach my hand out to Dawson, and I try not to let it shake. And Dawson reaches forward with his manacled hands and he gives it a little little shake. And then he jingles his cuffs at you. And he gives you this big dopey grin. He says, we have a deal. Now get these off of me, please. I look over at Mary. Mary nods. I take the manacles off of Dawson. (laughs) Oh, can I have those? That was fun. And he walks over to this donkey who is like just so nonplussed at all this. And he reaches in, and Corbin, you see this hand shoot through the demon creature, Porthos, mm-hmm. 
and just grab you by the scruff of your neck, and then you are yanked violently away from the island and from this magic. island cat! I wanted to get to it. So uh, you, Corbin, comes sputtering back into real life and air, and Mm. Dawson tosses you to the ground. This is the second time I've almost suffocated today. (laughs) Uh, Mary runs forward to you, Corbin. Same. Who will kill him? Who will lick the manacles off? I throw my arms around Corbin's neck. I'm crying. And and I'm a squeeze. Yeah, I also want to get in on the Corbin squeeze. Uh, Corbin's trying to get back in the bag. Why are you so stupid? (laughs) There's... Shit in there, man. You don't know what I saw. I saw so... You guys have no idea. Mary says, we know he said he put his brother in there. Oh, yeah, but there's like other shit, too. There's like islands and one of them's fucked and one of them's like shiny with magic. I like, I like, I pull, I pull, I pull at Fran's hands, but I'm like crying and hyperventilating too much to talk. (laughs) Um, Dawson reaches into his bag. He pulls out that tome bound in gold chain and he just very flippantly tosses it to you. And he says, no, Slake, darling, will you take a look at your hand for me? I look at my hand. And you see there is a gold coin embedded in the palm of your hand. He says, now, if you leave this city, well, we'll call it this region. If you leave this region without giving me the tusk of Varahara, the true tusk of Varahara, I shall specify... The one which currently houses his power over the city of Ilfra. If you leave this region without giving me that tusk, that coin will consume you slowly from the inside out and turn you into a beautiful golden statue that your friends can place in a garden somewhere. So, I think that we are done here for today. This was very fun. I hope it was enlightening for everyone and, uh... See you later. I'm gonna kill you one day. Ah, uh, don't worry. I can't die. And I will be here until and after the heat death of the universe. Oh god, I hate him so much. Farewell. And uh, he walks behind the statue of Varahara and is gone. Remember when you liked that guy? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, hey Slake, remember when you liked that guy? Now we have to cut your fucking hand off. <laughs> Slake is just like... Staring off into like the space where you Dawson should have was. just let me go to the magic island. Mary what are says, you what talking ma- about? Ma- what magic in island? In the bag. Why is there a magic island in the bag? I don't know. Why is there a giant man in the bag? I go get the book. <laughs> is Phelan here yet? Yeah, where's Phelan? Uh, there was no response from Phelan. What the fuck, Phelan? We have the book. Well. He doesn't know what that means. Corbin <laughs> Corbin wants to pray to Phelan and tell him to get the fuck in here because we can fix his arm. You get yeah. a dial tone in response. You guys, I think I think Phelan's dead. What? I think something bad happened to him. Don't say that to me right now! I just prayed to him and I got a dial tone. Like, I don't even know what that means, but... Mary Sensi, he's probably just busy. He's probably just ignoring us like always. You guys, I got a bad feeling. Go to sleep, Corbin. Go to sleep. Check on him. Oh, Mary. Oh, wait. Okay, I'll go to sleep. (laughs) I go to sleep. (laughs) Uh, Roll a wisdom check. Okay. 12. That's a 12? All right. (laughs) You go to sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see Torva's army as it looks right now. You just saw it. You know what it looked like, Yeah. you know, 20 minutes ago. And it looks about the same now. And you see Phelan. And he's standing at the edge of a field. And you see, like, he sort of has a little, like, twitch. Like, maybe he heard something. But he has his eyes locked on something ahead of him. And it is Torva standing in front of a skeleton of a dragon. Oh, fuck. Mm. God, could this day just get any fucking worse? Mm. That would be a terrible, very bad day. And standing next to him is a nervous looking dragon born priest with blue scales. And she is uh, twiddling her, her thumbs together as Torva holds out a hand in front of this skeleton. He narrows his eyes at it and then. It begins to morph, and it morphs 
into something horrible. Gold rings all of the bones, but then turns black and brittle. And you feel a sucking in your chest like something is being taken from you. And then you are falling, and you are falling, and you are in another field, and you are in another time, and the sky is purple overhead, and you see a blue dragon standing in a field, and it lays itself down in that field, and it looks at you, and it says, I will never awaken again. And then, Corbin, you fall backwards, and you're falling again and again. And then you are in the earth, and you watch one enormous eye shut forever. And then you wake up. And he pulls out that tome bone, the tome bone, the tome bone. Got the tome bone. Doug Dividone. Oh, the Dinsdale Dividone. It's a Toblerone. A big Toblerone. Yeah. Got the munchies after his experience. Honestly, we deserve a big Toblerone. Oh, man. We deserve a You don't deserve this big Toblerone. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do, cat. We deserve it. Okay. No, he pulls out that tome bound in guilt. Jesus, I can't talk. I'm just so delighted. I'm like fucking hyperventilating. (laughs) I'm sweating. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, and all the jump cuts, like, oh my God. I know. Oh my God. (laughs) 